You know when you see somebody online and you see what they're doing, you just feel like you know them. Well, today, my guest, Samantha Mitchum, was one of those people. And she didn't disappoint. She was absolutely delightful. We had a lovely, lovely chat. We soon got past 15 minutes. We soon got past 30 minutes. Um, it was a real pleasure to have a chat with Samantha today. And I hope you enjoy the interview just as much as I did. She is such an inspiration to so many people, me included. She got me doing video. She gets people doing social. She gets people doing LinkedIn. She gets people running their own business, even if they've got kids as well. So well done, Samantha. And uh, I hope you enjoy the interview as much as I did. Hi, Samantha. How are you? I'm very, very well. Thank you, Ashley. How are you? Buzzing. Buzzing. <laughs> Absolutely buzzing. I'm fangirling. I feel like I really, 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 really know you. Likewise. Honestly, likewise. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious, <laughs> isn't it? And this is all because of what you're doing on social media, you know? Absolutely. It's amazing how many people say that exactly what you've just said, um, that they feel like they know me. I like it. It's nice. It's nice. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is lovely. And we've just been having a little chat beforehand. But um, please tell everybody who you are and what you do, Samantha. Of course. So my name's Samantha Mitchum. I run an accountancy practice on the Lancashire Yorkshire border, SJCM Accountancy which I set up in 2019 um, when I'm not running the practice or working in the practice, should I say. Um, as you're all probably aware, I can often be found on LinkedIn, on social media or speaking at events and such like. And such like. And such like. All of that fun stuff, all of the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, when, so when, when, you're not on, when you're not working and when you're not on social media, there's like, oh, when you go camping, don't you? You've got a camper van I do, well. I do. I do. I have oh. a little um, little red postal van, which LinkedIn seems to love. I mean, it beats all of the accountancy posts. Put accountancy over there. Let's talk about the red van. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So what made you buy a camper van then? I've always wanted a camper van, um, Ashley, but my... Um, you know, my <laughs> want for a camper van is a brand new V-dub, you know, rock and roll bed, 30 grand camper van. <laughs> Brand new, brand new, straight from VW, they're 80. <laughs> well, I was going to say, 30 is going like a few years old secondhand, isn't it? If you yeah, look at it, yeah, one. absolutely. I mean? So in an ideal world, I'd have a camper van probably worth the value of my house. But in reality, I can't afford one of those. So I started looking um, and I was going to do it as a project myself. So I actually bought a uh, Freelander at one point and I was going to convert that. But I quickly realised that I'm good at doing accountancy-related things and I'm not that good at this award being attached inside of the back of a Land Rover. But I what, it was a project that didn't really take off. I tried and, and I failed. So um, I, then I just kept my eye out for like little reasonably priced half-done conversions. And then when I saw that post van, I was like, that is so cool. I mean, it's really not cool. It's an old post van and it's very battered and... But the guy that did it had like, you know, he'd put a lot of effort in and it was kind of half, at least halfway to what I wanted. So I was like, right, this is a project I can pick up. So then I've just tweaked around with it. And because it didn't cost me very much at all, for the actual van, I'm not scared of going, oh, I'll just drill that there and see what happens. So, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, that's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. Um. So you run your you run your own practice. All right. And, and you're, you're growing that practice. How many how many in your team? So there's myself and two members of staff, um, wow. one accountant and one bookkeeper slash admin. 
Oh, fantastic. Oh, I've got to say hello to a few people. I've got D- D- Dean's international. He's in Texas. Um, we got pa- Pavel's just up the road from me. I'm guessing that's Odessa, but I don't know. And um, Ronan, so thanks thanks for joining us today. If anyone's got any questions for, for Samantha, then please please fire away. But put a little cue in front of it so I, I know that it's a question. You're not just saying hello to everybody. Um, and how many clients have you got, Samantha? Oh, I think we're up to 230 Scary so, number. <laughs> yeah, did you have a busy January? An insane January. The worst slash best, depending how you look at it, ever. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. And so, how do you how do you cope with that? And what are you planning for next year? I think it's a constant battle with January. I think certainly since I've been um, in the industry, it's been the busiest, most stressful, manic, pressured time. And every year most accountants that I know say never again, never again. And every year we make the same, I say mistakes. Is it a mistake? We're growing. If you're growing a business, um, I feel that unless your systems and processes are absolutely nailed on and you're not taking on clients, um, you know, at a high volume, then you're always going to have that influx really, unless it's very, very controlled and everything else isn't getting in the way. But that, you know, there are type. let's face it, if I didn't go to 15 accountancy events throughout the year, January wouldn't be as hectic. That's my choice. So I do take responsibility. I could change it, you know, but then I wouldn't, I'd have to put more time into doing more before that point. So it, it, it's all swings and roundabouts. That's how I see it. Swings and roundabouts, chickens and eggs. Yes. Um, So um, what made you want to be an accountant then? What made me want to be an accountant? Well, I was working in um, a chain of um, pubs, restaurants, locally owned. So I say a chain. It was was, um, kind of one guy that was running nine pubs. And I was studying A-levels, working in the restaurant and the bar, trying to get some money together to buy my first car, um which I did and then by that point I was kind of doing my A-levels thinking why am I doing this I'd done the first year and I was in second year of A-levels and long story short um the owner of the pub said to me my bookkeeper's leaving because he had an internal bookkeeper at the time and I was like okay and he said so I want you to stop being a waitress and start being a bookkeeper and I was like um okay and he said I think you've got what it takes you know I think I think I can see that side in you And I can kind of see where he was coming from because I was always trying to like improve little bits around the pub in terms of actually how it was running financially. But I didn't really realize that's what I was doing, if that makes sense. No, yeah, yeah. He obviously picked up on that. So he threw me in an office with his bookkeeper, who I think had given him three or four months' notice period. And it went from there. So he started training me. um, Probably six months after that, I, much to my father's dismay, said, yeah, I'm going to drop out of A-levels because I think I've found a career path. So that's what I did. <laughs> and then, unfortunately, and it wasn't because I became the bookkeeper, the chain of pubs and went into an administration. <laughs> it was a very time for the industry, right? It was nothing to do with me taking over. <laughs> I love why you put so, that in first. <laughs> I know, Just let's just like slide that in. So when that happened, um, um, the ex-bookkeeper actually had... Um, a contact within an accountancy practice and he said oh you need to get this you need to get this girl in you know as an apprentice and blah, blah, blah. so I had an interview well, I didn't have an interview I had a very informal chat with a partner at a firm in the next town along um, 
I think that firm at the time probably had 20, 25 staff. And so a decent sized firm. I had an informal chat and he offered me the apprenticeship on the end of that call. So I didn't even do an interview and I just went, okay, cool. Now I'm going to be an apprentice in accountancy. And from there, I mean, how long have you got? It, it just, I, I spent five just, years it there. Just rose. <laughs> it's just five so, years so, there and then moved on to another practice for five years. Fantastic. You don't look old. You really don't look old enough. I've got a great question from Ronan. Okay. So Ronan has just gone out on his own after 20 years. Oh, amazing. Okay. And he's mm -hmm. scared. He's scared. Any advice, please, Samantha? Wow, that's a big question, Ronan. Um, I mean, 20 years, that is a long, long time, isn't it? I did, what did I do before I went at it alone? 12 years, 11, 12 years. Um, and that felt like a long time. 20 years, that's a really long time. I think um, my initial tips would be, remember why you did it. So remember why you took that leap and make sure that you are building what you want from going at it alone, you know? So I took the leap, one, for flexibility, um, two, because I wanted to offer clients a different service from what I was seeing the standard accountants practice offer, and three, financially, I knew that I could fly easier at this or in a direction that I wanted to fly in this rather than climbing a corporate ladder, which was never really going to be right for me. Um, so I think it, remembering why you've done what you've done um, is kind of from a, I don't know, psychological, emotional point of view. But from a practical point of view, my number one tip for starting up um, would be systems, processes, foundations. So like practice management, document everything, leave nothing inside your head, because especially if you're going to get to the point where you have staff, because that's a big, big mistake that I made. There was so much information inside my head that wasn't documented. So systems and processes, is that good enough? It doesn't really help with the fear factor, does it? The fear factor, let's face it, we are very hard to come by at the moment being accountants. If you, I'm going to say fail, but that sounds really harsh. But if it doesn't work out, you can step into a job tomorrow. Yeah, Everybody absolutely. absolutely. That at the minute. Yeah, yeah, that's true. If this went wrong today and I thought I can't do this anymore, I could probably land myself a job by next week. And that's not me being big headed. That's the industry as it is at the moment. Samantha, you'd you'd have a job by five o'clock this evening. <laughs> you really would. You really would. That's a great that's a great answer. And, and Ronan, um, please, please reach out to me because I've been I've been in this space for over 16 years and I do help and work with accountants. I'm more than happy to, to give you 15 minutes and point you in the right direction. But yeah, that's great advice there, Samantha. Um, so um, we, we got there on software. So you, you mentioned systems and software or anything. Um, what, we, what, what bookkeeping software do you reckon you'd, you'd, you'd what would you recommend? Um, anybody that follows me on LinkedIn knows that I'm a, a Sage fan, let's say. Um, Sorry, did you, so did, you, did you just say Sage? <laughs> I love that. How Isn't that amazing? I hope, you've, I hope you've got your lunchbox with you. I have. Hold on. Let me get my lunchbox. So we'll give, we'll give, Chris, we'll give Chris a shout because I don't have any merch here at all from Sage. Oh, what? Isn't that right, shocking? They, they need to sort that out. They need to sort that out because that. how much better would it have been now if you could hold up your Sage water bottle? I've got one here somewhere. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. So I, I did this specially for you. <laughs> doesn't, it look, doesn't it look pretty? 
it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. I really, really like that. Definitely <laughs> screenshotting that when I watch this back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've got to go back on brand. It doesn't look so good, does it? I don't, that, that, is, that is pretty amazing. And for those of you cool. listening to the podcast, I've just changed the the screenshot so that it's all sage branded. Um, anyway, so where were where were we? I couldn't help that. Yeah, so so yeah, it's all it all it is all about getting the systems in place. Yeah. Um, so I'm nearly two years in my business, and I've literally only just got uh, a CRM package mm -hmm. because I've been mm -hmm. trying to find the right one. But like you say, it, it, yep. it's all in my head. Yeah. And and a, a task came up this morning and said I got to do something, and then the guy phoned me back and he's like. I'd have forgotten that because yeah. it was, it, you know, it's in my head, but somewhere. And I think that's key. So which, which is the most important software to get in place first, Samantha? I'd say practice management. I think, I think for me, I ran without practice management software for a very long time. Well, I felt like a long time because it seemed like something I could live without financially. So obviously, first starting up, you've got to have your bookkeeping, you've got to have your accounts, you've got to be able to do payroll and tax returns. I was like, I can run on spreadsheets, I can create a client list that has filters for the job type, and I can do this snazzy piece of kit that will, you know, and um, just running it all with a spreadsheet. But actually then you end up kind of paying for client portals and e-signature, and it all needs bringing together. And I really do feel now in retrospect that practice management is the foundations and you've got to start with the foundations of anything that you're building yeah no absolutely i love i love that advice um dean is asking are you seeing restaurants using more technology restaurants yeah um i mean i don't act for a great deal um but i was actually on a call the other day with um a tech yeah, with a, a tech company that are going down the route of specializing in restaurants. And they were telling me that, um, oh, I wish I could remember statistics because they gave me a, a figure of, you know, the increase that they've seen in whatever. So, yeah, I think I think definitely um, integrated till systems is something that we definitely saw a spike in. Um, I'd say a couple of years ago now, um, it's, it seemed that all of a sudden, you know, it'd be rare to take on a client in, in, um, in that area that didn't have you know, the till system, which can then integrate with bookkeeping software in one way or another. Mm, no, cool. And we've got another question from Neil. Did you know Neil? Yes. Hi, Neil. Hi, how Neil. are you? Um, how have you found growing your business in such a short amount of time? Because I, I guess, Neil, your, yours is growing pretty rapidly as well from what I see on LinkedIn. Neil's smashing it. He's doing amazing. Um, huh, what, in one word, Neil, stressful. <laughs> in two words stressful and rewarding <laughs> yeah that's, that's a good thing isn't it, it it's really difficult actually it's really difficult for the for the purpose of you never know how it's going to go and and I kind of thought that it would be a lot steadier than it has been so there's been a lot of things that have been pushed to one side that actually I thought I'd get to I'd have time to do and um, again going back to systems processes all that side of it no. so yeah very stressful, but also very rewarding. Yeah, that's it. You've got, you've got to have fun. And that's what I like about running my own business. I, I am having fun. Uh, do you know Johan Gori? Yes, I do. Hi, Johan. He's, he, 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 does a, he does a live show on a Monday morning, doesn't he? And he's yes. tuned in to watch you while he's on holiday in Mauritius. Win. <laughs> I'm That's taking it. that as a win. That's it. You're, <laughs> you're smashing. You're smashing it. Um, so Ronan's saying that um, he's using Pixie Zero and he's working from home with his Jack Russell as his trainee. So amazing. So yeah. So 
get get on LinkedIn, Ronan, and start start talking about what you're doing on LinkedIn. Which brings me nicely to what you get up to on LinkedIn, Samantha. You <laughs> what do are, I get up to on LinkedIn? <laughs> oh, you you are brilliant. You're absolutely oh, brilliant. Um, I was I was saying before we before we started that I actually use some of your work in my training. Okay, so um, I saw a post of yours ages ago when you were saying about how you found an old book and you actually set up a strategy. And I think with, with doing social media is you either have a plan or you just go for it. Yeah. And if you have a plan, it becomes so much easier, doesn't it? And, and, and yeah. you, you make it look so easy. So what are your top <laughs> tips? Um, my top tips for anyone starting out would be exactly that, have the plan. So I knew that I could probably have committed to going on LinkedIn every day, Monday to Friday and posting something. But I also knew that my commitment to that could easily be kind of sidetracked if I didn't really commit to it, because that's just the person I am. When I really commit to something, there was no way that I was going to miss a tax tip Tuesday or whatever else I did. So I knew in doing that, that would help me. But I also knew from a social media perspective, it would mean that I was showing up, showing up, showing up. And whether people wanted to see that on the feed or not, well, they had the decision to unfollow if they didn't want to, but I was going to keep firing out and, and keep that going. I, I didn't know how it would go, um, but I knew that in the series that I did in what were, what was it, 2021, wasn't it, that I did that series, um, I knew that there was kind of something for everyone because some of it was about my life, you know, Motivational Monday, where we weren't really bringing much accountancy into that. But then anybody that was following me because I'm an accountant and I can talk about tax, Tax Tip Tuesday was the one for them. And obviously that's the one that was likely to bring clients in. But then the same clients that were interested in Tax Tip Tuesday might have enjoyed Workout Wednesday because actually they go to the gym and, oh, she's quite relatable. Let's go and have a chat with her. So there was a lot of thought behind what I was doing there. I, it wasn't done on a whim, but I didn't know if it was going to work, um, if that makes sense. But it did. So happy days. <laughs> no, absolutely. And so I reached out to to you, Samantha, and said, can I use it in my training? So I've got I've got my slides here. This is this is the actual slide. So, so when I get when I get when I get to day four, we talk about um, creating content, and I bring this up, and and the next slide is um, your actual drawing of or your, your your writing down, because you've done this motivational Monday, tactic Tuesday, workout Wednesday, throwback Thursday, and feel good Friday. You know exactly what you're thinking about. So by yes. the time we get to Tuesday, you've already come up with your tax tip Tuesday, and and do you know what you did? There was genius. Go on. You did a video. I you did, did a video. video. I did Every do a video. single Tuesday, you come on yeah. the screen and mm. talk tax. This is my tip for today. And you just yeah. sat there in front of the camera like you are now chatting to us. And that's <laughs> why I, I know you. Yeah. yeah? yeah. And, and you inspired me to do my Monday video and I'm still right. doing it. I'm it's still amazing doing that. It. Absolutely amazing. I love that. Yeah. And I, th I think you're right. I think the key was there that I was doing a video and actually when, because I posted them on Facebook and Instagram as well. And sometimes when they come up on Facebook memory, I'm like, Oh, cringe, you know, just the state of like, I don't know the background or the lighting or, but that's just all part of it. Um, and also, uh, you know, it's growth as well. Like I, it's nice to think that if I then repeated something now I could do it in the office and, you know, and it'd all look a bit more professional, but it didn't matter at the time because I wasn't pretending to be anything I wasn't, if, if you see what I'm coming from. So, um, yeah, video was fun. Scary, but fun. Yeah, I, I had um, an amazing um, lady on my um, 
show yesterday. She's in attraction marketing. And um, she said, if you don't look back at your old stuff and cringe, then you're not improving. So it's, it's that. great. It's, it's great. That. It's great that you're cringing. Um, I've got a question here. What is the uh, one thing you would emphasize as a key to success? Great question, Pavel. Oh, <laughs> the one thing I would emphasize as a key to success that that's a deep question, isn't it? Mm, mm. Um, from a personal point of view, I think I'd have to say happiness. Like, how happy are you doing what you're doing? Because if you're not happy in it, is there any point in anything else? Is there any point in me saying I might be able to buy a new car in two, three years' time and do whatever if I'm not actually happy doing what I'm doing? Some people can go to work and be paid a lot of money and not be happy and tell themselves that that's okay. But for me personally, not a chance, not a chance. Uh, it's, so I don't, I don't know. But then again, is that the question that was being asked or is it more about actual success on paper in business? No, I think I no, I think you've nailed it on the head because because that, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly how I measure my success, Samantha. Mm -hmm. The number of days I spend on my paddleboard in the summer. <laughs> and you come it. across as one of the happiest, joyous people of, that I've ever seen on social media, Ashley. So you're doing something right. <laughs> oh, bless you. That's very sweet of you to say smiling. so. <laughs> well, it, it, literally, the sea is just down there. I don't, you know, once we've finished, I'll go for a walk and I, I will be I'll be on the seafront again. It's, it's too rough and cold and horrible to get on my paddleboard. But in the summer, I'm out, I'm out there all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Love it. So... This, this social media malarkey then, you, mm. you're you well known for being on LinkedIn. You do some amazing things on LinkedIn. Sage, love you. Um, but you also do TikTok. What else do you do? Um, I have Instagram and Facebook pages for the business, which in my mind, they are. that's where my actual client base see me. So my Instagram and Facebook pages, SJCM Accountancy on both platforms, it's more about the reach to my client base. Um, it's how I built a client base out of the local place that I live, because obviously from Facebook, for example, I could push those posts into local business groups and be quite sneaky to drop myself in where I knew that my ideal client was hanging out. Um, TikTok, sneaky, sneak, sneaky or clever? Well, <laughs> I'll take I'll take both. Yeah, as sneakily clever. Um, TikTok is, I mean, TikTok's fun, isn't it? TikTok was something that I just messed around on during um, lockdown and thought, hmm, hmm, do I want to do this for business? Personally, and you heard it here first, the first accountant that is looking for growth that goes really, really hard on TikTok is going to fly because there are not many people in that space. And if I was looking for my next, you know, like I've, if I was thinking of it as I've done LinkedIn, Taxi Tuesday went great, what next? I would be on TikTok every single day, dropping the smallest little hints and tips. You know, somebody could repeat a tax tip thing on TikTok and do really well out of it. And I think it would be, you could do really short, snappy videos and somebody will fly at that. So that's that's my opinion on TikTok. There's a gap in the market there for, right. for an Ronan, Ronan is off now to, well, learn how to, to learn how to do TikTok. Yeah. So there, Literally, there go. you've got a huge client base there. But then again, it's who it's who's hanging out there, isn't it? So it depends what kind of client you want. Um, it's known for being quite a, a young person's app, isn't it? And um that of the influencer world but there's there's a huge market there for you know for an accountant so yeah 
Yeah. Which which one do you prefer? And it, it really doesn't matter what you say, but which which is your favourite? If, if if they all went and only one stayed, which one would Ooh. you? If they all went and only one stayed, I'd have to stick with LinkedIn because I've enjoyed it so much. Um, I, I think it's changed a hell of a lot, hasn't it? Um, mm -hmm. And it's become a lot more human and a lot more um, kind of friendly, let's say. It's, 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 love. it's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's like a club, isn't it? It, it, is, it yeah. is so friendly. We all watch out for each other. We yes. all help each other. It is a, love, a lovely environment. So, yeah, it no, is, I, yeah. The amount yeah. of people I've met on LinkedIn that I then now get to see at events and stuff. I don't think I would have got that off any other social media platform. So I'd stick with LinkedIn if you took the rest away. Okay. Okay. But then we're not, we're not going to, cause they've all got but... their own, their, their own little <laughs> bit, isn't it? It's yeah, like, it's absolutely. like saying, it's like saying, who's your favorite kid? I've got two girls and they both think that they're, they're my favorite. So uh, there you go. <laughs> and, you, and you've got a, a, a little one. Well, not so little now, is she? Mm, she's nearly the same height as me. She's started stealing my clubs, Ashley. So no, she's not so little. She's uh, oh, 10, nearly 11 years old. So high school this year. Excellent. And, 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 and that's another thing that you inspire people with because um, I don't know how to say this, but you're you're a sing you're a single mum, aren't you? But I know you don't <laughs> like that phrase. <laughs> I don't like that phrase, but no, yeah, I am. Yeah, depending what your definition of single mum is, my daughter does have a dad who she um, she spends time with, but I am living on my own with a child. So yeah, if that's what a single mum is, then I am that. Yeah, and and but oh, your sound's gone, Ashley. <laughs> I knocked, I knocked my mic. <laughs> I knocked my mic. But you're sharing her on social media and you're showing us that even, you know, everything else that's going on, you're still running a business, you're still smiling, you're still doing LinkedIn and all that malarkey. And so, so for all those other women out there that are living with a child on their own, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Stick with a single mom phrase. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but they're sort of like, oh my goodness. She can do it. So can I. And so you're inspiring so many people. It's absolutely brilliant. So thank you for, for sharing your daughter with us. You're very welcome. And no, I love that. It really means a lot to me that there might be people out there that are thinking, wow, I can still, you know, I can do this despite, you know, having other things to juggle, let's just say. Mm, no, and, and it, is, it, is just a, it is just a huge juggle. I got another question from Ronan. We've, we've run out of time already as well, which is, which is crazy. <laughs> are you paperless in your business? Yes, we are. Yes. So at first I wasn't. Um, at first I did have paper records and every client had a file, a folder. Um, but again, it was financial barriers, to be honest. Um, I couldn't afford necessarily all the IT backup support, you know, support systems and all the rest of it. And also I couldn't afford the ridiculously priced scanner that I've now got in the office, which is one of them, I don't know, whizzy scan snap whatevers. And the staff, had, one staff member who does a lot of scanning has one of them at home as well. You know, it was, it was a price barrier really. Otherwise I would have done it from day one, but yes, fully paperless. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's, that's the thing, isn't it? So I'm so old, Samantha, that <laughs> I came in, I came in as they were bringing in scanners and stuff like that. And, and you you'd uh -huh. go into an office and, you know, they'd have a million Paper, uh, paper filing cabinets and you sort of like think they're never going to go paperless because it's yeah. so ingrained i walked into offices and they've got piles of files all over them yeah yeah floor. oh yeah. my goodness absolutely crazy absolutely crazy yeah no it was like that um, the first 
first couple of practices I worked at, you know, that's what it was like. The partner would have all the files that were ready for review all around his desk. <laughs> you, you couldn't you couldn't see any carpet no. on the floor. No. Uh, Neil's saying that his kids are also his inspiration to com continue to better himself uh, and his business so that they can have the best life possible. So, yeah, I, th I think we all we all do that, don't we? We all yeah. it, it is all about, you know, the, the next generation and all that sort of stuff. Um, we've run out of time. I've got one last question for you. I've got a million other questions. So you're going to have to come back. You are going to have to come back. You've been an absolute delight today. But I just want to go um, to who my uh, guest is next week. Here somewhere is there. It's Jordan. We've got Jordan. You know Jordan, don't you? Yeah, amazing. So looking, looking forward to seeing him next week. I'm sure he's got loads of things to, to talk about. Um, I'm going to have to change the format of the show, make it two or three hours long. So when we get, when we get an amazing guest like you, we can spend a little bit longer. Um, thank you so much for being wonderful. So my last question to you is when you were a, a wee little kiddie and you were at primary school, what did you want to do when you grew up? Okay, so my mum tells this story, right, where apparently my teacher, I think it was like in year two or three, apparently said, Samantha can't decide whether she wants to be an academic or a Spice Girl, right? Really? So my mum tells this story, and actually it's true. So when I was at school, talking primary school, I used to watch like Top of the Pops, because I'm also a bit older perhaps than you'd anticipate. Uh, I used to watch Top of the Pops or MTV, and you know the backing dancers on, on the pop songs? That was my aim in life. That was it. Brilliant. Yeah. There's, there's a rumor there's a rumor that there's a shop in town that that, that is run by one of pan's peoples no uh, way. I, well yeah that's, it is only a rumor you know what you know what urban myths yeah. are like but yeah maybe I'll, maybe i'll be brave one day and go in and say are you really a pan's person i think you should <laughs> absolutely samantha thank you thank you thank you so much um we're on a we're on a joint thing um soon as well aren't we are we I think so, with Bright. Is that right? Ah, yes. Okay. Didn't I obviously haven't read through the detail because I didn't realise that um, yeah, we were so, doing that so, together. But fab. I'll yeah, see cool, you soon. I'm sure I'll see you at Akentex as well. You will indeed. Yeah. Um, you'll have to come over to our stand. Uh, we're on stand 430 with um, payroll sorted. So Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you, are you talking? Are you talking there? Yeah, several times. Yeah. Fantastic. Excellent. Yeah. Brilliant. I, Samantha, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Lovely to see you. And uh, we will see you all again next week, everybody. Um... we go. Another podcast in the bag. I've been Ashley Leeds. You've been wonderful. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more, then please subscribe. And I will see you again another day. You can find me on LinkedIn if you want to catch up. If you fancy being a guest on one of my shows, I do live shows on LinkedIn twice a week. But I also plan to do some real podcasts uh, where we just do audio and probably record it to go on the YouTube channel. And we can talk about absolutely anything in those. So whatever you want to do, get in touch. And thank you for listening. You get out what you put in.